It's Thursday at 10 a.m. and you're listening to the Eagles Nest on Weagle 91.1 FM, talking all things sports with a special focus on our Auburn Tigers here on the Plains. If you want to be a part of today's action, feel free to tweet at us at Daniel J. Locke or the Griggs B. Let's get into the action. Good morning and welcome into the Eagles Nest here on Weagle 91.1 FM. As always, I'm your host, Daniel Locke joined by Griggs Blankenberg and today very special guest Harrison Tarr. Fellas, good morning. How are y'all doing? Good morning, good morning. Could be doing, could be doing better. I sound muted. I think we're all muted. As a matter of fact. Oh, uh, there we go. Yeah. yeah. I'm I've had better mornings. I've had better last night as well. I um I'm doing great this morning. I'm just a little hungry, so I'm snacking. If you see me leaning back, I'm snacking on a nutter butter and getting my caffeine with my cocoa. Yeah, I'm, I can't be doing that right now. I got I got places to be in a little bit. I yeah. just I had to throw in something real quick. I think I had um, like some Triscuits this morning before I walked out the door. So mm. yeah. Oh, you have an exam today, no? No, I'm going to hear the uh, founder of Under Armour speaking at Triple H at um, oh, that'll be cool. 11 a.m. So that's uh, that'll be like yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah, I can't wait for that. That's why I'm leaving the show early. Thank yeah. you for also coming in. But let's just get right into it. Last night, uh, were the playing games. The first one, we're not gonna spend too much time on. Um, the Pelicans beat the Spurs. Spurs had a little bit of a comeback there, but in 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 the end, it was a, the CJ McCollum show. Yeah, this one hurt my pick. Yeah, but no one. Uh, the one that people care more about probably on this show are the um, the Atlanta Hawks took down the Charlotte Hornets last night in the nine ten playing game in the East. They sure did, Griggs. Yeah, they did one thirty two to one hundred three. Uh, the Hawks shot fifty percent from the field, all also going in exactly fifty percent from three, shooting sixteen to thirty two. To the Hornets, glorious. 13 of 41. It was spectacular. And now here, here's time for the rant. This, this hold, hold on, hold on. Before the rant, I just want to say, Harrison, it was a great time last night. Oh, yeah, had Go a ahead. great time. Daniel and I got to take in while, uh, the, the, ball, the ball game and watch Griggs Hornets get smacked. So I'm putting the ball yep. on the tee. Time for Griggs to rant. The only good thing about that stadium is the cheap food. I'll say that. Eh, eh. Cheap. Uh, the ch- cheap compared to, well compared to the Falcons, maybe not cheap. But for people, to say, can, my guy, I think you're thinking of Mercedes Benz. No, but the the, so, the refillable sodas at the are four bucks. I'm okay, like, that is I got a pretzel for two dollars there. I'm like, compared to compared to Jordan Hare on Saturday when we're doing the A day pregame uh, game, it was the same prices. We had a five dollar pretzel and like an eight dollar soda. Yeah, my beef with it is how game. the stands start closing down halfway through the third quarter. Mm, like yeah. people are still hungry at that point. Yeah. But yeah, Hornets rant time. This is a team that I, I will say it once on this show. I'll say it again. We have been a center away the past three to four years. We didn't pay Kemba Walker, which, depending on how you look at it, might have turned out in the positive now in perspective. But I mean, the guard situation is fine. The guard situation, yes, the guard situation for the Hornets is fine. And if my, we do not pay Miles Bridges this upcoming offseason, he bet on himself this last year. We gave him a qualifying offer. He decided not to take it. Now he's a high candidate for most improved player. I'm not saying he's going to win it. I think he's a very high candidate for it. Judging off the way he's been able to, I mean, beginning of the season, he was shooting like, he was like one of the top five scorers in the NBA. He was averaging like 30 a game. But this is a team that has been plagued by the injury of Gordon Hayward all season long. We were in a, yeah, we've said it a few times before. He, we were, we were around the four, five, six seed when he was still healthy consistently healthy throughout the season yeah when he got injured for the first time this season we started to dip down a lot when he came back in the middle of the year we started playing better we had a little bit of a run there i think we won five in a row then he gets injured again and he's out for the (coughs) remainder part of the year now looking at the nba trade machine he's still under he's the highest paid player on the hornets he played probably less than 50 percent of the games maybe a little bit more he's getting paid basically 30 million dollars a year this is like I don't know if you know his name much. Nick Batum. We're talking. This is a very bad situation for the Hornets. Nick Batum was. We paid him 120 million for five years to basically sit the bench for us the entire last season, and now he's starting on the Clippers, which is unbelievable. But when our two starting centers are um, Montrez Harrell, who came in about a month ago, and Mason Plumley, who we were giving a second round pick and him for a pick that was better than our pick. We were given a pick better than ours and Mason Plumley for that pick. It doesn't make sense. He can't. He doesn't fit the typical big man of the NBA now, like the the Embiid types. The not. It's hard to compare them, Giannis, to anyone, but the Jokic's, the um, the Gobert's, people who can actually score and not just be a brick wall and just stand there with their arms up and draw five fouls. Exactly. 
and draw five fouls a game. I mean, let me. I'm looking at the minutes of last night. Um, not to say it might sound better. Okay, he didn't play, but yeah, we need players. We need players in the G League. We need these guards <laughs> developing. <laughs> I we, knew where you were going with that. We one. need <laughs> players to develop in the G. He, this person did not play last night, so I won't say the name. But we I'll need. I'll say it. JT Thor did not get in the game. He did not get in the game because <laughs> we. He. Will you admit that he left Auburn a year too early? I don't. I don't really want to get into JT he Thor did. because I have all my opinions on JT Thor going to make people around here not very happy. Okay, kind of like while we're in this little kind of I guess bridge here, Griggs. What do you think about like? Obviously, not the best night for the Hornets. That's this, just. It's also one thing before we finish that thought. Yeah. It's the second time in two years we've lost like a playing game by this margin of victory. We 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 had last year we we're going into the game we had a chance to be the nine seed we had the chance to be the eight seed which was be the away team for the seven eight game host the 9-10 game, or playing the 10 game. Everything went wrong on the last day. We lost by, like, a Russell Westbrook made, like, layup with, like, two seconds left in Washington. And then we in, yeah, and then we end up playing the 10 seed. We lose to the Pacers by, like, 30. This year, the same thing. We have the 9 seed over the Hawks for, like, the last, like, week and a half of the season until, like, the last two games. We lose that, and then we lose last night. It's just something's got to change. We can't – I mean, they looked at for the other years of the East. We had 42 wins this year. We had 42 wins, and last year that would have been good for, I believe, eighth place in the East, maybe even sixth place or something like that. It was a very good year for the East, which is hard to say sometimes, but Daniel, you can go ahead with that. Uh, yeah, so obviously some frustrations there um, as the night just does not go as planned. Um, a few technicals. I think there were a total of three. I know Terry Rozier picked up one, and I know Miles Bridges got double-teched double, and ejected. Double that was wild, by the way. That was – Hey, maybe that'll make his trade. Maybe that'll make people teams not want to get him, so we can get him for cheaper. But uh, not I, gonna happen. I mean, that's not probably not gonna happen. But also, um, that was just a wild occurrence because I kind of didn't see what had happened. Because obviously, we were kind of in the nosebleeds. Full disclosure: we 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 bought standing room tickets and then just stole people's seats. <laughs> yep. Um, I mean, like they didn't show up, so it's not stealing; it's Fair. just using. You know what I mean? But uh, so like we couldn't really see like that side of the court. I was not paying attention to that when that happened. Me neither. And then I did hear like a loud roar of people. I figured they were just like making fun of, you know, home team making fun of the other player. The, I mean, uh, when the, the team, when the Hawks play every single person on their bench in their lineup, did even did Sharif even get in? Sharif did not get no. in. He didn't. He did not get in. But every single person. Well, he must have been in the G. Oh, they have like the G League playoffs right now, whatever. Mm-hmm. But no, every single player on the Hawks bench last night got into the game for at least two minutes. That's including Kevin Knox, who they got traded from the Knicks. Kevin Knox had a great stat line. I think he had. I think he he two went two points and two two fouls in like two minutes. Uh, he had zero points, one foul, one assist, and one rebound. Oh, that's right. What a stat line! It's just it's just the same old same old Hornets. We're paying their highest player of the year to get injured and sit on the bench. Our third highest paid player is coming off the bench and usually shooting the lights out. And Kelly Oubre didn't Ugh. do that last night. Did you see the it? Deep three yesterday, though. I'm glad to say I didn't. That brought me back to good times. It was beautiful. No, like, it, it was, was actually. Be- oh, it was good. Oh, no, it was actually sick. Like, it it was it was hype. I was there's, I was very excited. There's a guy I follow on Instagram. This is funny. I love Lamelo so much, but there was a picture, like three pictures of Lamelo doing like the three thing with his arm, all the stuff, and there's a picture of um Terry Rozier and Gordon Hayward, and he goes, "Melo, can you please stop? We're down by 20." Yeah, yeah, bro. Okay, all yeah, right. We, as as fun as that game was to talk, talk about, about, we spent nine and a half minutes on one game. Let's move on to what's coming up Friday. I'm so sad. Yeah. Yes. Rest in peace. There's always next year. No. <laughs> On Friday at 6.30 p.m. Central Time on ESPN, the at- those Atlanta Hawks will be traveling up to Cleveland, Ohio to take on the Cleveland Cavaliers, who have the likes of Isaac Okoro on the team. And Garland. Yes, but mentioned the all Yep, Alabama player. So, I'm looking forward to seeing this one. I- I'm pretty sure that I think after the way they played, Atlanta's going to win. Atlanta is favored by three, which I have to admit is kind of surprising going on the road. I mean, Cleveland's a team with two all-stars on, so you can never really count them out. Uh, right. Jared, Jared Allen's still out, though, which is a big loss in them. But still, John Collins is out for Atlanta, which is crazy that they're still – because he's probably, what do you say, their second, third best player, John probably Collins? Probably second best player. Yeah. But he's been out for a majority. Even when I went to the Hawks, um, one of the, the Hawks-Cleveland game, which is crazy enough, back in March – 
Or no, back in February, I think. He wasn't playing then, so that was crazy. I thought he was close to return. Like, I thought he was very close. Um, yeah, I thought JC may be back. Like, but if they, if they make the first round of the Eastern Conference playoffs. But, yeah, um, with the All-Stars that uh, Cleveland has on their team, I th- it's just hard to count on because Trey Young and the games like that. He didn't play have the grace of grace nights compared to Trey Young standards, but I mean they still got uh Darius Garland, um Lavert, they got Mobley who's probably gonna be top two for rookie of the year. Love. They have Okoro, they have Colin Sexton, they have all these Hey yeah, even <laughs> funny thing enough, they have Rajon Rondo too, which is just taking a whole backseat on the Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, I forgot about that. About him existing still. But I don't know who I have in this game. It's going to be late. Oh, late pick for me in the show, but I don't know. If the Hawks play like they did last night and the Cleveland somehow plays like the Hornets did last night, I think the Hawks have this one. Yeah, that'd be my guess, too. True to Atlanta, baby. You know who I'm rolling with. So moving out west, this is also Friday at 9.15 Central, or 9 Central time on TNT. The New Orleans Pelicans, who are 36-46, and 46, are going out to take on the 42-40 and 40 L.A. Clippers. The Pelicans open up as a four-point underdog and mm. an over-under of 216. Uh, ESPN's BPI is giving the Clippers a 71% chance to take the victory. I think that's about right. I think that's generous. I think the, I think that's very generous to the Pelicans. I think the Clippers are going to uh, It's a five-game series now. No, this nope. is another playing game. Oh, playing game. Excuse me. Sorry. Um. Oh, yeah. That then we start play uh playoffs actually on Saturday. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. No, I think the Clippers will absolutely dominate the Pelicans. Yeah, I think so too. The thing about the Clippers, I mean, this is not a, this is not a playing team if they have Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Season. Oh yeah. I mean, the they, the way they even played against Minnesota, Minnesota was pretty good the other night. It's just the Clippers. The Clippers might probably be a top four seed if they had Kawhi Leonard, honestly. Oh, like for sure. I mean, that's just agree. such a. I don't. I forgot what. I th- what was it? ACL or something like that. He had some major injury. I don't think he's played like at all this year. If he has one, he's not played in a very, very long time. They only show Luke Kennard on the injury report. So I'm gonna guess that's a that's a, see that was a season-ending injury for Kawhi. Yeah. Yeah. But I can't. I'm also struggling to remember exactly what happened, but. But yeah, I think the Clippers are gonna win this. Just based, uh, even off the way they played um, against the um, the Timber uh, the Timberwolves the other night, even though they mm-hmm. came out with the loss, I just think that they're a much better strength team to win at home against the Pelicans. Yeah, it's, is this their last game in formerly Staples the Staples Center before yes. they moved to their own stadium? Yes, yes. I thought so. This would be this would potentially be their last game in Crypto.com Arena. I hate that name so much. So bad. It's funny how people like people, Staples. Staples they pay twenty million dollars for that thing, but people are like, where's Staples getting twenty million dollars from? Yeah, that place is like stadium? yeah, right. Like that's people, actually people are where so mad all about that name. People are so mad about the name. It's just like, where was Staples finding twenty million dollars to put into a stadium and na- naming rights in downtown L.A. <laughs> So real quick, before we head to our PSA break, um, each of you, and I'll give one too, give me an updated prediction on who you think is going to take on the title. Hold on. First uh, update on the Kawhi Leonard injury, it's a partially teared, torn ACL still. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, you were correct. And um, sorry, ask me again, Daniel. Who's your? Who do you think is going to win the finals at this point? Uh, Suns. I like the Miami Heat a lot. I know it's one seed and one seed, but I like the Heat a lot. Yeah, Suns are a wagon, man. Except for when they lose to the Hawks in the first round, but yeah. I'm that might, that might make your prediction a little bit harder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with the Grizzlies on that one. Mm, well, okay. if, they, if they get drawback, I think they got a shot. He right, but they're go. also – they're they're playing better, but this is the playoffs. Yeah. True. And the you, Suns are at full strength right now. You are not wrong. That is going to do it for NBA talk here for now. When we come back, we have some NHL and then we have some Masters talk. You're listening to the Eagles Nest on Weagle 91.1 FM. Don't go anywhere. And welcome back to the Eagles Nest here on W Weagle W no Weagle ninety one point one FN. I am sorry it was a long evening, early morning. I'm Griggs Wangwork. Alongside me is Harrison Tar and Daniel Locke. As always, we are now going to be going into the world of the National Hockey League. Let's just kick it off right there. Let's start with the current 
Eastern Conference standings. First in the Atlantic, we have the Florida Panthers at 110 points who have already clinched a playoff spot, as well as the Leafs, Toronto Maple Leafs, who are at 100 points, followed closely by the Tampa Bay Lightning with 96 points, who are then followed by Daniels Boston Bruins with 95 points. Everyone else in that division has already been eliminated from playoff contention. Jeez. Moving on to the Metropolitan Division, we have the Carolina Hurricanes, who are at 104 points. They have clinched a spot in the playoffs. So has the New York Rangers at 102. Followed behind them are Harrison's Pittsburgh Penguins with Sid the Kid. They are at 95 points. Party till we die. (laughs) Followed them by the Capitals at 92 points. The Islanders at 77 and the Blue Jackets at 76. So I'll stop you. Devils and the Flyers have been eliminated. Yeah. Just a comment real quick. The Islanders and the Blue Jackets aren't eliminated yet, but they might as well be. They're not catching up. Fair. Where's the... uh... Dude, this is a weird one I'm looking at. I'm trying to look at the point standings. Like, the NHL one's not great. I'm probably going to probably have to do this on ESPN's yeah, better. ESPN. Okay. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look that up then. I'm listening. <laughs> Moving on, let's keep it going to the Western Conference. We have the wagon. That is the Colorado Avalanche. They might as well. Eh, how many games are left in the regular season, Daniel? They have about two or so weeks. Okay, so uh, two oh, or so weeks. so much better. You're right. <laughs> okay, so right, they're closing in on the President's <coughs> Trophy, but right uh, now... Florida's right there. Yeah, Florida's right there. That's why I was waiting to say that, but they're closing in on it if they keep winning. Uh, they're at 112 points. They've already clinched the spot in the playoffs. Only team in the Central to do it so far. Followed them by tied for second are the Wild and the Blues, then the Predators, Stars, and Jets, and the Blackhawks and Coyotes have been eliminated. Uh, and let's finish it up with the Pacific, where no team has so far clinched yet. We have the Calgary Flames in first, though, at 99 points, followed in by the Edmonton Oilers at 90. Kings are 88. We have then have the Knights and Canucks. Weird enough, the Ducks and the Kraken have both been eliminated, but some for some reason the Sharks have not been because they're in between the Ducks and the Kraken. Yeah, I'm, I'm not exactly eliminated. sure. That's sick. Yeah. I like that. Oh, they have played like three less games. Uh, than the Ducks. Okay. That 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 explains right. Thing. They did have some. They they recently had a COVID outbreak within their organization, so they're not ideal. No, I thought COVID was gone from sports now. Yeah, I thought COVID not was gone in the good. NHL because you have to travel over borders and stuff uh, more yeah, frequently. That's true. So yeah, that, darn Canadians. <laughs> right, that Pacific division is. Excuse me, sorry. That division um, in the Pacific definitely seems to be the kind of. Most competitive towards the bottom. All the others maybe have one team in the top that's running away with it. Maybe the second place team's pretty close, but I don't know. I'm interested to. See, I'm more interested to see who takes third in this one because the Kings are in third currently at 88, the Vegas Golden Knights at 85, and then the Canucks at 82. So it'll probably be the Kings, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Canucks make a late push since they're I'm that surprised close. Surprised at the Knights either. Yeah, me neither. Can I ask you guys a question about hockey real quick? Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, just like as like a novice. Okay. Um, is the Pacific just like really competitive, or did they all just not? Or they're just not that good. They, they suck. They they're or not they that good. Like Usually, okay. the past the past like two three years, it's just been Vegas running away with it. Really. I didn't know if they were Follow, beating up on each other. Followed by the o- followed by the Oilers who would lose in like the first round of the playoffs every year, and they'll yeah. probably do that again this year. Right. But, Seeing the Flames up at the top. Very a pretty. Yeah. That was yeah, that was off putting for me. It's weird. great to see that like just kind of. Bold red color there at the top. I like yeah. that. It's good to see a Canadian team towards the. It's good to see a Canadian team leading their division. Hockey's better when a Canadian team's doing well. It's it's actually an Atlanta team, but yeah, um, we tried. You're welcome, Calgary. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. The, what was it? The Thrashers? <laughs> no, this this we've had two hockey teams. What this, was it? The, the, it was the Atlanta Flames. The, the Atlanta Flames and then the Thrashers. And then the uh, the Atlanta Thrashers, which are now the Winnipeg Jets. That's <laughs> you lost. You lost both teams. Don't to worry, Canada. we're gonna get the Coyotes and. Oh, yeah, I can see that happening 100%. <laughs> and uh, it's going to be awesome. We're going to be the Thrashers 2.0. Go on, sorry. So I, actually, I did have a question, though, about the Pacific, Yeah. So thank okay. you for answering that. Good question, though. So kind of moving on into our race for kind of le- league leaders at this point. I'm not really going to say race for awards quite yet. Connor McDavid leading the NHL in points with 108 as a Edmonton Oilers hater. Ooh. Same with Griggs. Really not a fan of that. Jonathan Herbido playing really good hockey for Florida, 105 points. 
I really hope that he somehow passes McDavid. Florida's the team of the year, really, just because of what they went through at the beginning. Joel Quinville was yeah. not his coach. And just through what they've got in his interim coach, I mean, he's probably going to keep it. I mean, they have, they, have, they were in first, but not by, like, the super large margin that they were now. And that, um, what was it, the, what are they, in the central? Yeah. Yeah, they're in the central. Wait, yes. The Panthers? I'm sorry. I I still need to learn my NHL division. Panthers appears to be uh, the Atlantic. Atlantic. The Atlantic, yeah. They've the way they just have controlled the Atlantic most of the year. Coming off, well, the Tampa Bay has run that division the past two, three, four years. It's nice to see the Panthers do that, even with what they went through at the beginning. I don't think of the Tampa's were in that division. I don't think they're in that division. Tampa's in the Atlantic. Oh, they are. Oh my gosh, I'm blind. You're so right, and I'm so wrong. They're right above the Boston Bruins. Sorry, it's okay. You've it. already said you're a hockey novice. We're, we're cutting you slack. I'm trying here, man. You're, I'm yeah, trying, man. I like I think you were stats. trying. Yeah. <laughs> But moving on down uh, the list, we also have Leon Dreisaitl. Boo. I like McDavid more than him. Can you say that, Daniel? Yeah, I can. He seems, he seems like a schmo in his press I just wish as a, as a hockey novice, Connor McDavid's fun to watch. Okay? Like yes, he, he's, a reason, he's electric, and, a reason, and he makes me want to watch NHL There's now. a reason why his nickname is McJesus, even though I don't really <laughs> like it. And it's it's very electric, especially when he skated through four defenders this year. I like watching goal. his highlights. So like that is yes. something that's wrapping me, getting roping me in. I just wish that McDavid had a different sweater. If he was on a different team, I would love They're, McDavid. They already learned their lesson from Gretzky. They're never going to let him get away. They're going to give him whatever they want. He yeah, wants. That, which is unfortunate for him because he's never going to win anything there. You heard it here first. Well, he's <laughs> yeah, he'll never win a team stuff. He'll, he'll definitely that's what win. I meant. That's what he'll, I meant. He'll definitely win. He's probably already won individual stuff. Yeah, he won. Yeah. Pretty we, much anything that uh, – pretty much every skater award you can win, I think he's won. Yeah. Moving on down to goal leaders, Austin Matthews of the Maple Leafs, American. Clap it up, USA all the way. That guy's electric, too. I like watching yes. him play a lot. Cover of NHL. Oh, he was the cover of back-to-back NHLs, right? Um, He was the cover of 20. The cover of 21 was Ovechkin, and I can't remember. Oh, yeah, he was 20 and 22. 22. He's 22 this year. Okay. So, yeah, it was weird, So, but they're just trying to push American, I Super guess. Super but, yeah, congrats to him. Definitely he's right now leading Dreisaitl for goals with seven. Over Dreisaitl, who has 51 goals. Matthews has seven. Chris Kreider, uh, Kreider, thank you, with 50 goals behind them. Then Ovechkin down in fourth. Oh, it's really yo, cool to see him Ovechkin. year after year, like Ovechkin still being the top. I think he passes Gretzky if he can keep this up for a few more well, years. Well, it was between either him going back to Madrasha or him staying with the Capitals and getting another contract. And that's with, ba- that's basically the whole reason he's playing now, is so just to catch that goal. At this particular second, I don't think he's going back to Russia anytime soon. Uh, I don't think really anyone really is wanting to go back to Russia right I now. I don't think so. I don't think America wants to go back to Russia. I think it would be sick to see if Etch can get the, get, take, take Gretzky's goal scoring I mean, record, yeah, though, because just, like watching history would be cool as heck. So yeah. like, I, I'm down for it. I, I forgot how many, how many did you say he's behind? By like, I can't remember the exact number. It's definitely. They said if he averages like his year-to-year goals, he'll get it in five and like five and a half years. But his current contract's only five years, so he's got to pick up the slack a little bit. He's but, uh, yeah. It's probably better than going back yeah. home, Harrison, and playing against uh, Putin and just let Putin score on you about thirty times. Yeah. In front of a just basically one-on-one versus Putin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ovechkin has. Uh, 776 career goals. Wayne Gretzky's got 894. So, so he's about 120 off. Yeah, yeah. Okay. about about Which, a, about 100. And, yeah, I definitely think that the Capitals will keep him around if it means that they can have that kind of history mile mark on their team. Mm-hmm. For example, like as someone who's a partial Braves fan, having Hank Aaron be in your team history. It's, it's just awesome. And the real just, home run leader. And then it's just, yeah, the real home run leader. My roommate gets mad at me for saying that. He's like, Barry Bonds didn't like juice for like, he was like with like Pittsburgh. I'm like, oh, no one cares about that. Right. Everyone, everyone, th- when everyone thinks of Barry Bonds, they think San Francisco. When I, Do y'all I mean, think he should be in Hall of Fame? Yeah, he should no. be in Hall of Fame. He should no. be in Hall of Fame. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an old, I'm an old timer. I just, I'm going to bring you on my show, Griggs, and we're going to debate this because I'm pretty strong that he's not the home run leader, but he belongs in the Hall of Fame. All right, we'll have that debate. Let me on one time. But I'm, I'm down. Let's do it. Let's do this real quickly, even though we got three minutes. Let's just talk some Masters talk. Sunday was one of the more boring, boring or Sundays, except for yeah. if you were a Roy yeah. McIlroy fan. That I was picked, that, Nick, I picked Rory. I know so. you remember that. My both our picks pick, finished in the top ten, which Will Zalatoris finished minus three, fist bump to that. But yeah, besides from Nick Faldo, absolutely ruining, ruin. I can't, I didn't remember when it was happening because I was like zoning out. So I didn't know what was going to happen. But a lot of people I heard about got really mad at Nick Faldo, being like, "I got goosebumps." 
watching this a second ago. And then Colin Moore Cowell holds out from the bunker as well. Both in the same group, both holding out of the same bunker electric. on 18. That was electric. Scheffler wanted to wanted to try to kind of make it interesting there on that last green, four putted on the green. Yeah. Still ended up winning by three strokes, followed by Rory McIlroy, then Shane Lowry, and uh, Cameron Smith, I think was your pick. Minus all of our picks, all of our picks finished in the top ten of the Masters, so they will all automatically be invited back next year. Colin Morikawa finished minus four, and then Will Zalatoris and Shane uh, Corey Connors finished tied for, uh, I believe, what seventh? Yeah, tied for no, tied for sixth at three under each. So, so in my opinion, the only bad thing about the Masters is the week after, because you go from. Arguably the most exciting week of golf. The one week where golf really dominates sports headlines. And now this week. This week's a great tournament, though. Yeah. I love I love the RBC in, down in Hilton Head. I like it, too. I'm, I'm not saying anything about that. It's yeah. a great tournament. You're right. Great course. But the fact that literally everyone goes from caring. Everyone's a golf fan. And then now no one gives a crap. That's a fair... But like the Masters, it's not the same. It's not the same every year. Like they change up the schedule. Like the RBC last year was played. Hold on, I'm looking at the schedule right now. While you're looking it up, I remember one year they played the uh, week after the Masters in some random course in Wisconsin I hadn't even heard of, and I was like, wow, that that's really sad to go from the Masters to this. That's probably a good course for Wisconsin. Uh, I'm trying. I'm just looking here right now. Hold on. I'm sure it's a great course, Um, but still, just yeah, yeah, the RBC. Okay, so yeah, for the most part, the RBC has followed the Masters each year. But I've my friend has a house down there. It is absolutely gorgeous down in the um, down where the Masters uh, down where the RBC is played. I I love watching. I was about it. to say, there's nothing gorgeous about Augusta except for Augusta National. Uh, yeah, we, I think Daniel brought that to him about yeah. that yesterday. We were like, he was like, I want to retire down there. We're like, I don't think, yeah, you, I, I was, no, I don't. don't think you do. No, you I was misled on that. <laughs> I drive past there on the way home every single time I'm driving that way back to Charlotte. I'm like, oh, they have an outback, and about outback, then across the street from there is a Denny's followed by a Waffle House. And I'm dis- no disrespect. To no, no, no disrespect to any of those establishments. I'm just saying when I think prime <laughs> retirement village, I don't really think Outback right. Steakhouse right off the interstate of the most of the most prestigious golf, <laughs> the most prestigious golf course in America, where their people are making half their rent off of just loaning it out their house out for five days. So that's going to do it for NHL and Masters talk. When we come back, we're going to be doing who you got a little early because Greg has to dip out after that. So you are listening to the Eagles Nest on Weagle 91.1 FM. Daniel Locke, Griggs Blankenberg, Harrison Tarr with you. We'll be right back. And welcome back to the Eagles Nest here on Weagle 91.1 FM. We're in the Bradley Basin studio in the Melton Student Center on the campus of Auburn University on this gorgeous Thursday morning. And quickly before we go on, I just want to say real quickly, a very happy 17th birthday to my brother, Kent. He's been a guest on oh, Harrison. Yeah, he's Kent. Been a, happy he, birthday, my he's man. He's been a guest on Harrison show. I didn't know he's like, when he originally came to Weagle, he's like, yeah, I did some show with a guy, not Daniel, but he was still really cool, and he was impressed <laughs> with my sports knowledge, and that was Harrison. So happy birthday to Kent. You should come to Auburn when you choose next. He's what got, is it? He's next, got a bright future he's ahead got, of him, man. He's got, a next, he's got this, year to, um, this year to decide, junior, and the next year is a senior, but Anyway, happy birthday, Ken. Hope you're having fun in Myrtle Beach playing the baseball tournament. Oh, sweet. Good luck, dude. With Carmel Christian down there. But let's just throw that out the window. It's time for who you got. I got to wish Ken a happy birthday. Oh, yeah. Go for it. Sorry. Kent, happy birthday, man. Looking forward to hanging with you again soon. But, yes, let's get into who you got. Let's just do it. Who you got. Had to do this a little early. I'm going to be dipping down here in a minute to go to a uh, little bit of a, I don't know, it's going to be Bruce is going to be there. And Kevin Plank, the founder of Under Armour, so that's going to be really Shoot, fun. Shoot, I'll just come with you. <laughs> but let's just go ahead and get into it. Who you got? Last week, I think, was Daniel's first ever week beating me in the score. He went 6-4. and four. I got you one week earlier in the year. I can't remember much. He, But he went 6-4. and four, I went 5-5. Five and five. Um, But let's just go ahead and get right into it. Let's do it. First game of the NBA, we have the uh, play-in game. This is for who will take on the Miami Heat in the first round. We got the Hawks, and we got the Cavs. So, Daniel, who you got? You know, after watching Atlanta play last night, they're playing really good right now. I think they're hot. Um, even though it's in Cleveland, I'm going to have to pick Atlanta. Forever 404, baby. <laughs> Give me the Hawks. In the words of a famous athlete from Akron, hashtag the kid from Akron, Cleveland, <laughs> this, this is, is for you. you. I'm picking the Cavs and Isaac Okoro over Sharif Cooper in the G League. <laughs> 
uh, let's move it, keep it going. We have the clip. We have we've already said our basically our picture. This one we got the Pelicans versus the Clippers and the potential last ever game at the Crypto.com Arena, formerly Staples Center, for the Clippers. So Daniel, who you got? I really hate to be a downer, but I just do not see a way that the Pelicans win this game. I'm gonna have to go with the Clippers. Clippers not close. I'm not gonna be like Shaq and say I'm gonna stick my hand in a hornet's nest with the Hornets <laughs> beat the Hawks, but I'm gonna just go. I'm gonna go with the Clippers. I think too much power, even though they don't have Kawhi Leonard, unless C.J. McCollum does what he did the other night, which would be incredible. But yeah, moving on to our next four games. These are all gonna be the game ones of their series. So Saturday and Sunday, I think for one of them. But let's keep it going. We're going out to Dallas. We have the Utah Jazz taking on the Dallas Mavericks. They, I believe, they're still Lucaless. But let's see what happens. For the Daniel, first couple games. Who you got? Um, like you just said, they're going to be Lucaless for the first couple games. So I think Utah wins this series. However, I think the Mavericks win Game One. I just changed my pick. I, I I'm going to go with Utah. Just I, Luke is such a big factor in Donovan Mitchell. The past couple playoffs have been really influential, and Rudy Gobert is still pretty good. Rudy Gobert was able to shut down the league with with one touch of a microphone. So give me the Utah Jazz. <laughs> Excuse me. I don't know if you remember this, but the first play, in, the first game back in the NBA bubble was the Jazz, I believe, versus the Lakers, yeah. and Rudy Gobert scores the first point. It was I, electric. I just started laughing. All the virtual fans were going crazy. But yeah, moving on now, we got the Minnesota Timberwolves taking on the two seed and Memphis Grizzly right next to the Bass Pro Pyramid. So Daniel, who you got? Um, I believe in the power of the Bass Pro Pyramid. I think that Memphis is going to win, and I think they're going to do it convincingly. I just believe the Memphis Grizzlies as a whole. So give me, give me Memphis. I believe in Memphis too. I think they're going to win this series too. Series too, but it'd be very helpful for them to get Jaw back as soon as they can. Oh, for sure. Even though they have a positive record since he went out, just Jaw's Jaw, and yeah, yeah. Moving, sure. moving on now to uh, where are they now? I believe they're in San. Are they in San Francisco? Yeah, now? yeah. Moving on now, we have the Denver Nuggets taking on the Golden State Warriors in the uh, what, what is it, the Samsung Arena or something like that? I can't. I think it was like it used to be Oracle. Or it used to be Oracle, Oracle is the one in like Oakland. the Bay Area. That was yeah. Oakland. Now they're uh, oh, whatever, but whatever. Yeah, Golden State's playing. They're still without Steph Curry. Daniel, who you got? Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Golden State, even though they're without Steph Curry as of now. I just feel like that team in the playoffs is hard to beat. So I'm gonna go with them. I like Denver on this one. I do too. I think. Jokic is still Jokic. We didn't get to talk much about today. We still think Embiid's the MVP, but if anyone's going to be a downer to him at the end of this year, it'll be this man in the playoff series, and it would very much help his case if they get out of the first round. So I'm going with Denver. And finally, our last game in the NBA. We had to throw this one in there, but let's see what happens here. We got the number seven seed Brooklyn Nets taking on the number two seed Boston Celtics in the Garden. Daniel, who you got? I'm going to stick with my boys. I think that they win this series in five. Celtics in three. Is that even possible? It's a five-game series in the first round, no? No, that's just baseball. What? What? When, why, when do we change this? Okay, Celtics in five, right? Four? Four? Four is a sweep? Yeah. Yeah, four Whatever. is a, four is a sweep. I, I, wow, you think they're going to sweep? Celtics in the bare minimum, I do not believe in the Nets. Why did I think it was a five-game series? Because baseball, the first round's three, uh, five game series. Yeah, my baseballisms are really showing right now, and I apologize to everybody listening. Baseball's the next segment here. <laughs> yeah, I'm already mentally there. I've already got my notes pulled up. Already, so. uh, yeah. Celtics, uh, Celtics, and four. Um, I do not like this Nets team whatsoever. They are so inconsistent. I'm gonna go with the Nets based solely off the fact of how they played the other night against the Cavs. They and they were able to work through adversity. I mean, Kevin Durant didn't even play that good. Just if Kyrie hates the city of Boston, and if Kyrie has one of his yeah, but they hate him right back. Yeah, they do. They do hate him right back. They really can't do anything about it except with words and maybe very, very bad words. But I'm gonna go with the Nets solely off that. I think the Celtics are gonna win the series, but I think the Nets are gonna if they're gonna grab one, I think it's gonna be this first game, and then Boston. Cause who's the guy that's still out for Boston? That's still Robert Williams. Yeah, Robert Raleigh Williams. Williams. So. What I think about it is, yeah, it was impressive the way they overcame adversity to beat the Cavaliers, but the Cavaliers don't have Jason Tatum. They don't. That, have that, is, that is fair, but still, you have to remember one thing: no other team in the NBA besides the Nets have Kevin Durant, who's still the greatest pure short, pure scorer in NBA history. Yeah, I think Agreed. we've got the defense to shut him down. That's a take I'll get behind. Yeah, and then who? Well, Jalen Brown's a really good defender. Uh, Marcus Smart is a really good defender, but who are you going to put? You going to put him on Kyrie or Kevin Durant? Because he can only shut down one person. Marcus on KD, Jalen on Kyrie. 
yeah, I remember when uh, we I saw both teams play the Hornets game this year, and the Nets looked so much superior. Just they didn't have they had Kevin Durant, but Kyrie, that was the game Kyrie made like fifty points on less than twenty shots. I'm like, what the heck am I even still doing here? But less about the Hornets. Let's keep moving. We got the uh, NHL now. Two games. We have Harrison's Pittsburgh Penguins taking on Daniel's Boston Bruins. Also at the Garden. Daniel, who you got? Boston all day. Playoff push. Um, I really want to just be wild and pick Boston, just because I haven't. I've never picked against the Penguins, but I'm just not gonna not pick. I'm not gonna pick against the Penguins right now. So give me Pittsburgh. So this is the this is the preview of the twenty uh, twenty three Winter Classic, I believe, at Fenway, which is yes. I think that might is that the first game ever to repeat as a Winter Classic host. I can't imagine so. There's gotta be one. I know Wrigley's only done one. That's the only other place I've. I don't. I don't know, but yeah, that's Fenway Park. PNC's that's ne- done it twice. Okay. Yeah. P- oh yeah. PNC's that's what, that's what I'm saying. It's a great venue for, mm-hmm. especially with the bridge. Oh yeah. yeah. I love that. No, but I I can think off the top yeah. of my head. I know. PNC's yeah. I'm gonna go with. Twice. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with Pittsburgh just to be different, just so me and Dan will have a little bit of a leeway in the picks. But I think it's gonna be very close. It might even go to overtime, so the Penguins may even get a point. I just think, or the Penguins at Boston might even get a point. I just think Pittsburgh's gonna pull it out in the end. And finally, we have in the NHL, we have the Chicago Blackhawks taking the 2015 champions over the Nashville. No, 2013. This was 20. No, we beat them in the Western Conference. Yeah, we did. All right. Yeah, Chicago versus Nashville in the Bridgestone Arena. Daniel, who you got? Uh, I'm gonna have to take Nashville. I love the Blackhawks. They're my favorite West team. You're, wearing, you're wearing a Blackhawks shirt right now. Rocking them today, <laughs> sure am. But I don't think they win. Uh, Nashville is better than the Blackhawks. I I I'm gonna just pick for Griggs here and give me give me the Blackhawks. Well, you're honestly picking me for me because I'm gonna go with Nashville. I think the, we've already shut down now, but it's whatever. I'm. Yeah. It'd be funny then. It'd be very funny then. I would love to see that happen. Just I have no hope now, but. We're making moves. We're getting picks. We're hopefully be better. We're gonna keep Kane and Taze for a while. So, yeah. Right. And finally, our last two games. I forgot to throw in the Braves here. Who are the Braves playing this weekend? You can just throw that one in here. This won't count to me and Daniel's. The Atlanta Braves are going to. There should be a. Their Saturday. Their Saturday game. Let's look at it. They got Braves Padres. So yeah. we'll do this. Their Saturday game. So we'll throw that in. But this won't count towards our score. But real quick, five uh five seconds. Who you guys think is gonna win? Braves Padres. Braves Padres. I'm going to go Braves just because they don't have Tatis, but that won't count towards our standings. We're just throwing in all our teams real quick. And now let's talk about this one. We have the Twins versus the big, bad Boston Red Sox. It's usually for the Bruins. I apologize, Daniel. They use that saying. <laughs> Daniel, who you got? Um, it's back at Fenway. Um, yep. Things were a little rocky in Detroit. I feel like the and teams. And the Bronx, a little bit. Not a little bit, a lot of bit. Garrett Cole's still bad, though. I agree. <laughs> um. I think that they're going to be able to overcome struggles at home. I think it'll be a rocking weekend. I know some people who are going to be there, so I'm going with the Red Sox. Let's see. They're playing the Twins. They've got Pavetta on the on the, on the bump. I believe yep. I believe these and, are both Saturday's games. Uh, Saturday's games? Uh, I think that's what I put them in for. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll just add the disclaimer. So we got Sonny Gray and Hauk on the on the bump. Uh, probably probably Boston. Just because they're yeah. at home, um, the Twins—they're uh, not very good, but they're going to slip up and win a couple of series that they probably shouldn't. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Boston. And finally, we have the three and two Chicago Cubs taking on the only team with one loss still in the in the major leagues besides the White uh, besides the White Sox. Forgot about that. We have the Colorado Rockies taking on the Chicago Cubs in Coors Field. The Cubs do not have a the started starter decided starter yet. And for the Rockies, it is Antonio Slatia. Something like that. But, Dana, who you got? The Cubs are hot right now. Um, Suzuki's legit. I feel like it's safe to say that their first week far exceeded any expectations. Uh, yeah, I did not expect us to take two of, two, uh, two of three from the projected Brewers and then beat their Cy Young winner in the first right. game. So, I think that the I think that the Cubs are going to go in and that obviously balls carry in Colorado. I feel like the Cubs are really going to have a good time with that, and I think the Cubs are going to win. Hey, Chicago, what, what do you say? say? The, the Cubs, Cubs are going to lose today. Oh, man. Give it Colorado. Ah, I play with my roommates every time. They're like the Yankees and the Mets guy I met last week. Yeah, they're, yeah they are yeah they don't like when I play that song. But I'm going to go with the Chicago Cubs and Seiya Suzuki, I trust, who is going to win a rookie of the year if he keeps this 
up. Colorado's going to cool off, but it's going to be fun for for them. But to, I love Colorado. Just we could stop the count right now. The Dodgers are out of playoffs as it stands. So are the Braves, but like it's fine. It's fine. Just as long as the Dodgers. <laughs> I'd rather, the Dodgers I'd rather see the Dodgers playoffs. not succeed than the Braves succeed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, but that is going to do it for me today. Thank you so much for tuning in for me. You still got Daniel. You still got Harrison talking about MLB again. Happy birthday, Kent. Uh, I will see y'all next week, same time. Harrison and Daniel are going to tear it down, but. The, uh, when you come back, they're going to talk about the MLB and – is that just the MLB? Yeah, that's it. Just the oh, MLB. Yeah. They're going to finish it up with straight MLB talk, straight seam head talk. But this has been <laughs> me on the Eagle's Nest, and you're listening to the Eagle's Nest here on Weagle 91.1 FM. Welcome back into the Eagle's Nest on Weagle 91.1 FM. I am Daniel Locke. Uh, Harrison Tarr here with me in studio. Griggs Blankenberg had to leave a little early. That's why we did Who You Got one segment earlier than usual. But for now, we are going to we are going to be joined by my main man, Logan Hurston, in the studio, walking in. I hope he is ready to talk some baseball. Oh, yeah, I watch so much baseball. He watches so much baseball, as he says. Welcome in, Logan. How are you today? Good. What's up, Logan? Oh, you guys went to that game last night. Uh, we did. It was game. a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a blast, man. We had a good Great time. Go. He had to leave early. Okay. That, yeah. Unfortunate. Kind of sad. But uh, we'll make it. Baseball. 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 It was a pretty fun opening week, I thought. I mean, it was awesome. <laughs> both my teams struggled a teeny tiny bit. Eh, it's early season. My favorite part about the early season every year is that there's always a couple teams that are atrociously bad that start off like one loss, like the. Namely, the Colorado Rockies this year. Um, but they're like, right now, if the, if the playoffs started today, boys, your division winners would be the New York Mets, St. Louis Cardinals, Colorado Rockies, Houston Astros, Chicago White Sox, and Toronto Blue Jays. And I'm here for it. Yeah. I Go mean, Mets. <laughs> are you a Mets fan? I, I guess. I don't know. Yes. I'm more of a Sox fan, but I like the Let's Mets. Let's go. Sox, wait, wait. So. Red or white? Red. Oh. Like Sox fan. Oh, we got the fist bump in studio. Oh, by the way, Logan, I made a 98 on the journalism test. Today. What? A 98? Yeah, now I, now on the comprehensive test, I just need to make a 70 and I'm done with the class. Good job. Thank you. Daniel Locke putting in work on the field and off the field, bro. He's yes. a student athlete. Sure am. <laughs> so, tonight, I am very, very excited to watch Toronto and New York. I haven't gotten to watch a single game of this series yet. $15 tickets if you are so inclined. That is not a call to action. But if you are listening from the Bronx, New York, I highly recommend you go take this one in. Luis Severino on the bump for the Yankees. The Red Sox are his biological father. And Kevin Gossman on the other side. Um, I'm interested to see what the Red Sox do to him. Maybe he can be a biological son to the Red Sox as well. <laughs> uh I don't think that's going to happen with Kevin Gossman with the defense that's behind him right now. And I don't know if you guys noticed this or not. But one Vlagaro Jr. did hit three bombs yesterday. <laughs> he got them all out of the way yesterday. And you would think. Um, but should be a very fun uh, evening of baseball, actually. We're going to get A's, Rays this afternoon, and then we get Mariners, White Sox. So actually a couple of really fun games. And A's, then, Rays, that's the battle of the ugliest stadiums in baseball. Yeah, that's absolutely factual information. But it'll be very interesting to see the Blue Jays-Yankees because right now that series is split, I believe, or is it 2-1 Blue Jays? I think Jays? it's split. Maybe I'll have to take a look in that and kind of like look ahead. Um, let's, I mean, I can tell you real quick. Uh, yeah, it's split. So Toronto could win this series, which would be a really big early, early season series for them. And, um, I mean, Garrett Cole got Molly rocked again yesterday. And I don't see a world where the Blue Jays don't Molly rock the, the fraudulent Yankees once again. Um, I think that maybe we should take a look in the mirror and th and realize that the New York Yankees are not as good as people think they are. I mean, yeah, it's like a dream. Yankees lose, America wins. Exactly. <laughs> I I don't mind the New York Yankees. I really don't. This is no like Yankees slander in terms yeah. of like their fan base, but I like hate them. I and, and and like I try not to let my bias show too much outside of obviously I'm a raging Braves fan, which is at three and four right now. I'm having a blast, but um. I just don't think the New York Yankees have the pitching rotation to really contend in this no, division. The Yankees this year. are terrible. I think that they're going to finish fourth in the East. So, so I, mean, I think the Orioles are going to beat them out. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Somehow, somewhere, that's <laughs> no just way. not no going to happen. It would be so entertaining. Though. I barely know baseball, and I know that's not going to happen. Um, some other ex surprising news for me, Daniel. Um, what's what's going on in in the AL Central? 
Um, I'm not surprised that the White Sox are at the top. They're going to stay there all year. Um, the Cleveland Guardians are 4-2, and two, and I'm a little surprised. Oh, yeah. M- me too. I, like, I thought they were like the fourth, for, fourth team in this division. Yeah. Like, I don't... I think the White Sox will win this division still. However, I don't think they'll take it all year. I feel like there will be some point soon where if this kind of continues for a little while longer, I feel like the Guardians will get there and take it for a little bit just so they can say that they held first place at some point and the White Sox didn't clean sweep the division the whole year. I don't think that's going to happen. You don't Um, think so? No, I think Chicago is far and away the best team in that division. Also far and away the best team in their city. Oh, Um, yeah. The White Sox are, I think, poised to make a run this year. Um, so I think that that's kind of their division to have. But it I, is kind of do or die time for the White Sox. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, we're in that window starting this year. I mean, like, it's not a failure if you don't like make the World Series this year. But if you're not there in the next two to three, you're in, you're you're in it neck deep. Yeah, because eventually Tim Anderson comes off the contract kind of soon. Yeah, and you're gonna have to pay him. Right. Um, Yasmani Grandal comes off contract. I think in a year or two. Yes. So they're about to pay people. So this is the time. you got to get it done right now. Another team that really impresses me, impressed me, the San Francisco Giants. Winning the series against L.A. Uh, they are currently 4-2. and two, And um, this team just looks like they're kind of picking up where they left off last year where we kind of thought we could write them off as a one-hit wonder. And San Francisco, per usual, is kind of hanging around, and it looks like they're kind of here to stay. And it was early, but I don't think that's an overreaction. I think they, they could quite possibly finish second or third in that division. The San Francisco Giants have proven to me in my time as a baseball fan that you can never count them out. Never. They're one of those teams that they will always be competitive. Three World Series in six years, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just Big odd year guys. Yes. <laughs> show up in the odd years. So... I think that they're gonna. I think they're gonna make a run. I really do. And if they can somehow beat the Dodgers out for the division, I'm here for it. That won't happen. Um, I, I, I'm just. I think the the Dodgers are too good. The Padres could fall apart. That could happen. Oh yeah. Um, hundred percent agree. I'm not entirely sold on San Diego without Fernando Tatis. I do think that they'll probably beat my Braves in the this weekend series. Um, just because Atlanta's not playing their best baseball right now, but I think it'll be like a two-one series win, and you know Atlanta walk out of there four and six, and you know San Diego walk out of there you know six and six and four, and that'll probably be good enough to put them back in second place in in, in the West. But I, I'm not entirely sold on the Padres. That pitching staff is is good, but like not where we kind of figured they would be, especially since pitchers typically dominate the first two weeks of baseball. Yeah. How about Clayton Kershaw getting pulled in the middle of a perfect game yesterday? I don't understand what was up with that. I get it, pitch count wise. I it was do. only eighty. Yeah, but like, I and I, I understand the the Dodgers need him healthy in the long run. They won the game anyways. Doesn't matter. But yeah, but at the same time, there have been like twenty five thousand major league baseball games played ever, and twenty three perfect games. I know. If a guy's got a shot, you gotta you let can't him pull him out. No, like, if it's a no-hitter... Well, you know, this is the second time Dave Roberts has done that. Right, I don't get it. Like, if it's a no-hitter, I understand more. Kershaw's done that before. But a perfect game? Come on, man. I'm I'm entirely with you, but also I, I do see the counterpoint. All the props in the world for Clayton Kershaw for handling it the way he did. Um, oh, yeah, I would have had a baseball bat. I would have been beating coolers. I yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I would have been pretty irate with my manager. I would have torn my uniform off on the field and like, but, on ballistic. Yeah, I would have demanded a trade to the Atlanta Braves. I would have been so angry. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> no, I, I I was really, really impressed. And, and I hate the Los Angeles Dodgers. I'll, I'll, I'll say it on the air. But I have never been someone that, cannot look, that could look someone in the eye and say that Clayton Kershaw is not a class act. Um, he really is. And a lot of people somehow seem to have the perception that he's not. It's because he dominated the MLB for as long as he did. Right. And, and he's still a very, very good pitcher. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that I was very impressed. I, I think I was very impressed I with the way too. he handled it yesterday when asked about it. And he said, you know, it would have been special. Hopefully, you know, maybe we get a chance to do it again. But I, I also appreciate my manager looking out for my health. And, yeah. and there's not a better way to respond to that. I, it sucks. I wonder how many minutes he had to cool off. Between he had three innings to cool off because okay, he got pulled in yeah. the sixth. So. I guarantee you, we didn't see it, but I bet he went down to the clubhouse and lost his crud there for a second or two. I don't, I don't know if he did. He's a pretty yeah. level-headed guy. Even when he, on when we camera. had the, 
even when we had the playoff Kershaw like stigma where he was very bad for in the playoffs for a very I'm long time. I'm just saying the MLB is seems to be like I you can kind of do this in the NHL too the way um, arenas are set up with the locker rooms, but the MLB seems to be the only one that if you just want to get out of camera view for a second, it's the only one that you really can. Yeah. To I where mean, you know that a camera's not on you. So if I was him, I would have gone to the clubhouse. I would have gone. I would have, you know, punched a paper towel no, dispenser. Don't punch anything. No, you punch something, you're risking the I would have punched something in my left I hand. I think a perfectly reasonable response would be to go into the clubhouse and let out a very loud expletive, expletive um, and then go right back to uh, leaving, leave, leave, leaving, picking up where you left off. But he never even went into the clubhouse. He stayed in the in the in the, in the dugout and hung out with his teammates. Yeah, I, I think just, that just speaks to the. I'm telling you, he's just a class act. You can hate him for being good, but you I can't you hate can't him. hate him for being what he what he is on the field. He's a, he's. A, I think Kershaw's a phenomenal guy. He's more mature than me. I'll just say that. I mean, he's also got a boatload of money than you and I will ever make. So maybe, maybe not. I hope not. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What's your way too early prediction for the playoffs? Oh, like long term? World Series champion. Uh the St. Louis Cardinals are really, really good this year. Um and I think the Los Angeles Dodgers, if you're not in the World Series, this is an abysmal failure of a season. And I think it would be hilarious. Um, but I like the St. Louis Cardinals out of the National League. Houston looks like they could pick up where they left off, but man, I'm telling you, those Toronto Blue Jays, man, holy cow, they are good. I'm going to go ahead and say Blue Jays, Cardinals, and I would love that. The bird-on-bird crime. That'd be cool. Logan, if you had to guess, who do you think is going to be taking hold? Your Mets are in first, so you can say the Mets. (laughs) No idea. (laughs) (laughs) No worries at all. I couldn't – well, the problem is I can't pick two teams. I don't know the difference between the sides. Uh, That's how out of the loop I am. I'll let Daniel tell his, and then you can give yours. Honestly, this year – out of the NL right now, I've got to agree with Harrison. I think that Yadier Molina is going to – excuse me. I think that Albert Pujols is going to have <laughs> a chance to ride into the sunset. And I think out of the AL – Can't be the Astros again this year, yeah. right? White Sox. I like the White Sox too. All right. Well, I'm thinking Astros again. I think the Phillies pull it out. Oh, my Lord. That's a take. That's a take. That sounds like something. They mash baseballs. They they smack baseballs for they real, put, dude. They finally put the pieces together with Bryce Harper and make it there. Yes. And lose. That could happen. I'll agree with that. Guys, thank you so much for coming on today and thank talking some me. sports with me. Logan, thanks for making your second ever Eagles Nest appearance. <laughs> Glad to have you guys on. Stay tuned for Multiversal with Logan here in a second. Best comic book show I've ever heard. And thank you again. That. It's great. Thank you again for tuning into the Eagles Nest. We'll be right back with you next week. Thank you for tuning into the Eagles Nest. We enjoyed bringing you updates on everything going on in the world of sports. If you missed any of today's show, you can catch the podcast version wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on Twitter at Daniel J. Locke and at the Greg Speed. Until next time, this has been the Eagles Nest. See you next week. Thank you.